This is The Last Call with Chris Michaels, and oh my goodness, do we have a podcast about a bunch of gossip and scuttlebutt, mostly about the indescribably disgusting Democrats. So earlier in a podcast this week, it was supposed to be a boom week, according to Q, and if you pay attention to Trump and all that other nonsense, and it's kind of been a boom week. Uh, meaning there are a lot of developments going on right now. It hasn't been anything close to what a lot of these Q people wanted. They're actually saying that tomorrow, so uh, May 7th, 572021, uh, which would be what? Uh, 12, 14, 16, 17, right? Goes to 8, well, maybe. Uh, once again, if you add up all the numbers... So 5 and 7, and you'll get 12, and then 2021 will give you what? We'll give you 5, and then 12 and 1 is 3, and 3 and 5 is 8, which goes back to what we described earlier in a few podcasts prior, a few weeks ago, about the number 8 and the significance of it. 8 is an 8-pointed star, and usually when you see the number 8, it symbolizes the infinity symbol. Uh, like a Mobius strip, so there's no beginning and no end, but it also symbolizes the complete control of order and chaos. So that means an eight-pointed star. You've got four points of order, four points of chaos. You've got four cardinal points, north, south, east, west, and uh, you control both of them. So we could be in, in the mood for something. We could be in store for something, but there's a lot of gossip going on. Oh my goodness, get your tea because we're going to be ready to spill some. First things up is Bill Gates. Bill Gates is going through that divorce with this hideous wife who looks like Kevin Klein. I dare you to tell me different. And has anybody seen Kevin Klein lately? Uh, the divorce was supposed to take place in March, according to the Daily Mail.co.uk, but the lawyers both persuaded them to not make it public until the settlement was actually finished. So what did Melinda Gates, Kevin Klein, actually do? They stayed. <laughs> Her and the three kids escaped to an island. Uh, a private island that's able to be rented out for $139,000 per night. And they stayed there until the settlement was finalized. So, <laughs> supposedly the kids are so angry at Bill Gates that they refuse to talk to him. And the mother, Melinda or Kevin Klein, refuses to really talk to Bill Gates either. Rumor has it that Bill Gates has a Chinese mistress, Shelley that he has been seeing for quite some time. Also interesting about Bill Gates is that he is currently, I think he's currently in China. I don't think, I, I could be wrong. But Bill Gates is suddenly with a Democrat-run election validation company, and they're there to talk about election integrity. Oh, yes, like 2020 was full of honesty, and it was just nothing more than pure as the wind-driven snow. <laughs> You're going to get someone like Bill Gates to, to verify. Whoa, hey. Like someone like Bill Gates. I dropped my phone, which is what I do podcasts on. And by the way, I should be getting a mic or a new mic or a board or at least uh, something that allows me to perform a little bit better or sound a little bit better because my soundboard 
from Yamaha drops the ball all the time and doesn't allow me to record into my phone. But anyway, uh, so talking about Bill Gates, talking about other icky Democrats, for what it's worth, there is one person that knows what to do, and that person is uh, DeSantis, Governor DeSantis of Florida. Uh, This was posted by the Washington Examiner. The Florida will fine any business or school $5,000 each time it requires a vaccine passport for entry or participation under a bill bound for Governor DeSantis' desk. So this is important because DeSantis has done everything he possibly could to remove the mask mandates, to remove all restrictions about COVID. And then you've got these rogue towns and rogue school districts that continue. Now, bear in mind, these rogue towns are run by Democrats. These rogue school districts are run by school unions or the school boards are run by Democrats. So you get the idea here. The Democrats have to stay on message. And this message is, uh, is all the science, trust the science. Well, no, we don't have to trust the science so much as we have to trust the math. And if you do the math, there's no need for the science. Um, so, so DeSantis has to go in there and start finding people. Every time you do this one thing, we're going to nail you. Because otherwise, they're just going to continue to go rogue. And they have to do things like they did in Arizona. A whole bunch of citizens in, uh, I forgot where it was in Arizona, but there was a small town. They go to the school board. They basically de-seat the whole school board, vote in a whole new board made up of parents, and those parents then voted to remove all mask mandates in their school district. So that's the kind of thing that we need going on here because otherwise you've got these people that are not going to stop until somebody slaps them down. Uh, what else is going on? Big things in Arizona, huge things in Arizona. If you've listened to me in the past, then you know what's going on in Arizona. But we'll summarize it right now. They're going through a forensic audit of the ballots for the 2020 election. Now, why is that important? Because Because being that it is a forensic audit, you're really getting down to the nitty-gritty to determine whether or not the ballots that were cast were in fact valid. We're not talking about the sham audit that you saw in Georgia where they were going through a recount, disguising it as an audit, and saying, see, the elections are valid. Now, the other issue with Georgia is that they did not perform an audit in the swing counties that would have changed Georgia over to Trump. So they went throughout Georgia, picked all of these counties that were pro-Trump anyway, and the, the audit wouldn't matter, and said, see, all the, all the votes are valid. They didn't go to the battleground counties that would make a difference. And even when they did, or even if, even if they were to do that, the way they were performing the recount, it just counted the ballots fraudulent or otherwise. You weren't actually validating the ballots. So Arizona is doing that. One of the ways that they are doing that is there are watermarks on all of these ballots. And the watermarks are only shown when they are exposed to a black light. And we have some pictures on that. And it says it just says the word ballot on it. And if, the, if that watermark is shown, then we know it's a valid ballot. Otherwise, it is thrown in the trash. 
meaning that there are going to be a lot of votes that don't count. Why does this matter? Because if they can prove that Arizona really should have gone to Trump, that creates so much discord and uncertainty in the other states that should have gone to Trump that didn't go to Trump that they are going to be forced to perform those bal- those audits themselves. Hello, Georgia. Hello, Pennsylvania. Michigan. All of those states, right? So we hope, we hope that Arizona does such wonderful things over there that we can really create some discord. So now... Now we're finding out that there was a lot of suspicious activity going on in Arizona daily during the vote count. This was from, let's see, who is this from? John Hoft, assault on Hoft. Uh, Breaking external devices with up-to-date vote totals were taken off-site nightly during the election by Maricopa County or Dominion employees. Now, Dominion employees, Dominion was the voting company that was allowed to tally the votes. They were the company that provided the electronic voting systems throughout all of the country. It was the same company that was backed by, I think it was Nancy Pelosi's husband or uh, Feinstein's husband. It was either one of those. And they basically strong-armed all of these states to accept these electronic voting tally devices. These things are used throughout the third world to make sure pro-American governments are installed in these countries. Or, in the case of Venezuela, they bought these things knowing that they wanted Maduro to be back in office. And, of course, they'll support it. And uh, we will. the United States will claim, oh, election integrity, we've got the big problems in uh, Colombia. But, you know, they do the same thing here in the U.S. And it's, a, it's the on, most honest election ever in the history of forever get out of here so what does that mean that means a couple of things it means a couple of things more corrupt and suspicious acts performed by the maricopa county election team and or vendor have come to light dr kelly ward says that the devices that held data during the election in maricopa county were snuck off-site nightly Per Republican Chairwoman Kelly Ward, Maricopa County Director, blah, 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 so on and so forth, external devices were loaded nightly with early vote totals and taken off-site to an undisclosed location, meaning that every night these people voted, every single night that they inserted votes into these tally devices, people from the company Dominion, a pro-Democrat company, took these devices off-site to an undisclosed location and tallied the votes for you so that you wouldn't have to. Oh, gee, knowing that these Dominion devices were skewing the votes for every one vote that went to Donald Trump, it counted as 0.75 votes. For every one vote that went to Biden, it counted as 1.25. So we know that that happens and now we're go- you're going to tell me that Dominion has the integrity and the honesty and the United States' best interest in mind to take these devices off-site, never to be seen again, knowing that Democrats essentially own Dominion? <laughs> okay, sure. We also find out throughout all of this that uh, the Maricopa County was su- – that Maricopa County was subpoenaed subpoenaed 
for the election devices. And Maricopa County is saying, no, we're not going to give you those devices. Now, the problem with this is a couple of things, because that exposes that exposes a very, very critical item. And that item is that, one, they don't have those devices with the votes on them. That's one, and they should. Two, that means that they deferred their responsibility to a third party, Dominion Voting Systems, which is illegal. It is illegal. They are not allowed to do that. These votes have to stay within the state. These votes have to be counted by individuals within the state. They cannot be removed and counted by a third party. Sorry. The next thing that this exposed was the fact that we find out that the individuals that were supposed to be tallying the votes all throughout Arizona, we found out that they do not have the passwords for the devices. This is something else that is illegal to do. The representatives within the states are the only ones that are supposed to have access to the devices that tally the votes, and that means that Arizona legally should be thrown out. There should be a revote in Arizona because the legislature illegally changed everything and the voting or, or the tally, fo- whatever the hell their titles, it's late, what do you want from me? The, title, the people that were supposed to be in charge of uh, essentially ballot integrity and voting integrity to make sure that the votes were counted accurately, they deferred all of their responsibilities to a pro-Democrat vote tallying company. And on top of that, if they even, if these people even wanted to validate the results, they couldn't because Dominion Voting Systems never gave them the passwords to access the voting data. This is beyond illegal. You can't do things like that. You can't just defer your responsibilities as an American to ensure the integrity of the presidential election just because orange man is bad. That's treason I think. That's sedition, I think. One of those. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. That's why I didn't go to law school. And if we've exposed this much in a few, and there's only nine more days left of this audit in Arizona. So things are changing and they're changing quickly. It's only nine more days of this. If this is seriously overturned in Arizona, then we don't know where we're about to end up because then you have to talk about Georgia and all of the other states that voted for Trump. I would even contend maybe New York, because if you factor in Long Island and upstate New York, you could probably almost, if you squint during a full moon with your head at a 90-degree angle to the left, you can almost say that New York may be up for grabs. So it's, it's, it's very, very interesting what's going on right now, and we just have to continue to watch it. Now, what else is going on in these weird times that we're in? 
we're starting to see more, and I brought this up the other night, the whole, uh, the whole Germany thing where they cracked down on the dark web and uh, busted a child trafficking um, website that, that showed pictures, abusive pictures of children. Um, and 400,000 members were part of this group. We're now starting to see more evidence of this ring being brought to its knees. Does anybody remember Josh Duggar? Josh Duggar was, uh, what is it? The, he had those 19, ki- 19 kids and counting. So anytime I see somebody adopting a load of children, the red flags go up. Because to me, I mean, okay, you can be altruistic, but on, a, on, a, on knowing what's going on and studying this stuff for so long, whenever I see 19 kids, I suddenly say, you're not altruistic, you're a trafficker. You're taking pictures, you're probably an abuser, and that's exactly what happened. Josh Duggar of 19 kids and counting was arrested because he had over 200 images of child porn on his computer. And that's only what he was caught with. So you can assume the 19 kids were probably being sold. And basically, he was a pimp. So we can only assume that more of these kinds of stories are going to be leaked out. The other thing, why is Ellen DeGeneres, why is she out there living with, who is it? She's living with Courtney Cox from Friends. Why is she out there living with Courtney Cox? Like, her show sucked. She wasn't funny ever. And uh, enough with the the gap clothing. Like, I get it. Like, you just like to be comfortable. But, like, stop. Stop with the kids and gap clothing. And now she's living with Courtney Cox. Seems like somebody's on the run. If you look at some of her pictures and some of her tweets from 2020, she's got weird ankle bracelets on. Which are usually uh, that usually means that she's got a tracking device on her ankle from the feds. So something's going on that's really really fishy. I'll leave it with look up who Rachel Chandler is. Now Rachel Chandler, two names that are associated with Courtney Cox because t- those two names were the names of characters on the show Friends, which I don't really fucking like. I mean, Friends was to me. As a comedic genius, because I watched real comedy, Friends was just so hackneyed. And, and oh, geez, I didn't see that joke barreling around the corner. I mean, just, oh, look, there's a freight train of a joke. I didn't see that one coming. It's not even witty. I mean, ugh. Rachel Chandler was a child groomer for Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. She had a modeling career, and she was one of the modeling scouts in Hollywood and L.A., Uh, but she suddenly disappeared. All of her models that she uh, she did photographs of, those also suddenly disappeared. Not the photos, the models. So look up Rachel Chandler because because if Ellen is living with Courtney Cox, then we have to kind of read between the lines and look for signs along those lines. You know, talk about rhyming on and on and on. And finally, finally, there is a deli, 
in New Jersey that makes $18,000 a year, but for some reason has a stock value of $100 million a year. Gee, can anyone say money laundering? Oddly enough, this deli is uh, essentially owned by two Democrats. They control basically the corridor in New Jersey from, uh, you know, from around uh, Staten Island down to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And, uh, oh my gosh, the sheriff over there is a Democrat. Gee willikers. And the people associated with all of this, why, some of them have been arrested for election fraud. Gosh, however could that be? (laughs) So you're starting to see more of this stuff be broken up. We've got to stay tuned for more information because tomorrow is supposed to be a huge day. Maybe I'll even do a special podcast, a fifth podcast for the week, but I don't know. So this is the last call with Chris Michaels, and we will be back again soon. Enjoy your weekend.